0: there lovebirds this is a time
1: courtney lindsey and sam
0: and we are your i do crew. crew we are four wedding professionals each one with a different expertise
2: together we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry
1: we're here to give you some of the best tips tricks wedding day hacks and share our great success
2: stories and worst horror stories we'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with
0: So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your I Do Crew. Welcome to episode two of your I Do Crew. We are here today and we kind of jumped the gun last time with our interviews of Sam and Lindsay in Las Vegas. So we wanted to let everyone get to know us a little bit better. So we are going to interview each other for today's podcast. So everything you always wanted to know about the members of your idea crew. And these interviews actually ran a little bit longer than we expected. So we'll split this into two smaller episodes. Today, you'll hear from Sam and me, and the next time you'll hear from Lindsay and Courtney. And we're gonna get started with Sam. So Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, well, I am born and raised in New Hampshire. For anyone who doesn't know, that's the small state that um, is in between Massachusetts and Maine and Canada and Vermont. So no one knows where it is, but um, live free or die for sure. Um, I actually moved to Ohio because I went to Bowling Green State. uh, Go Um, Falcons! That was the only school that really had a tourism and event planning degree. So I took the chance, made the move, loved school, and that's really where I kind of fell in love with wedding planning and event planning. Um, I was involved in everything. I was that person that was like going to meetings all day and then doing events all night and i loved every moment of it um i started at stone ridge golf club as an intern um i learned a lot from kara she really gave me the reins on a few events which was really really cool because before that i i was just the person in the background being told what to do um but she actually left me alone sometimes with brides, which was terrifying but also huge educational experience so that was really cool um when I graduated, I did alumni events for a while, basically helping the university raise money through all of our rich alumni that are great and help our campus continue growing as it always is. Oh, um, so you were
0: actually employed by the university?
1: I was, yeah, um, for about a oh. year because I couldn't really find like an event planner job because as everyone knows, event planners are really difficult to come by usually. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that, that kind of got me on the board and um I recently left a hotel here in Toledo called The Park Inn um, in April. I had a phenomenal few years there. I learned a lot. Um, We tripled weddings while I was there. And um, I got to know a lot of you and a lot of other vendors. um, But it was ready to make a change. So um, the best way to describe me right now is I'm a smorgasbord, as I keep saying. (laughs) Um, I think I actually, like, technically right now I'm working for Toledo Wedding Guide. So I'm um, part of their advertising sales team. Um, which is great because I'm able to, you know, really still continue to network with vendors and get to know be- people better in this industry. Um, and other than that, I'm just the glue that keeps you all together as you all know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm really excited for the future right now. I'm kind of trying to keep my options open. Um, but yeah, that, that's me. I guess uh, the one thing I did want to share is my favorite memory and why I Mm -hmm. like continue to stay in this industry, because it's exhausting. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I met a bride um, who lived in Texas, and she wanted to have her wedding here in Ohio. And I the entire process was planned over the phone or on Skype, or she would send random family members like into my hotel, like at no without any warning to like check up on me so it was like a (laughs) hectic couple years i mean i met everyone in the family and um i can say now that like we're best friends we talk all the time we've kept up to date. and her wedding was flawless and perfect and it just things like that when you work that hard for so long and it's even over the phone you become so close with the bride it just kind of makes you think wow i'm doing this and i love what i do so Mm -hmm. that's
0: that's me. Cool. Awesome. I love, I love when you say the, the glue that, uh, that brings people together because I, I don't think you introduced all of us because I met Lindsay through because Lindsay introduced me to you actually. Um,
1: but but you
0: have, you have like connected us like differently to so many different places and, and people and things. And you connected me with Courtney, which was awesome.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. She did. <laughs> yes. and It was during
0: one of our it was during one of our awesome lunch foursomes that uh, we came up with the idea for the podcast.
1: Yep, that's true. Good old Panera. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> with the crazy high tech pager ordering system.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome. So well, hey, has... Sam,
2: I have Sorry. a question for you
1: shoot doll if you were not in the wedding you've obviously you know you've kind of since college you've kind of followed that path here um what would you do do you have anything different that you would want to kind of pursue I know that's a loaded question too (laughs) I mean well thank god I like so I for those who know me um I have a dog um his name is Tucker and he's literally my entire life outside of the wedding industry and my boyfriend Actually, I think he's slightly above my boyfriend, if I'm being completely honest. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, um, I just, I have a, I love animals and I've always kind of wanted to just be more involved. I don't think I could be a vet because I, I get emotional watching like an Affleck commercial, but I feel like I could definitely like just have something fun. Like if it's something working at like a, um, like a salon or like a pet daycare or something where I can just be around animals all day. Um, My little sister is obsessed with animals too. So we're constantly sending each other like baby cow videos. So I just think there's (laughs) like, I just love animals. They're just so loving and, and they, they don't care if you're a hot mess one day, they love you no matter what. So I just think I, I could be something in that field someday, but for now I'm I'm just going to be a dog mom.
2: I'm not going to lie. When when you first started saying that, that's what I thought you were going to say that you just flat out want to be a dog mom. No, it's
1: like, I okay, mean, that's sweet. <laughs> I threw my dog a birthday party today, and I'm throwing him a another <laughs> birthday party later this week. So um, Very casual. You know, yeah, no big deal, but we're going to have about 14 other dogs there. So it's, oh my um, God. We're, we're giving out goodie bags. It, it's legit. I mean,
0: <laughs> is, um, is, is it a theme bag. party? I mean, are there going to be dog costumes?
1: Um, They're not. But thank you for asking that question because um, we we were considering that because it's very close to Halloween. However, I don't want to like I don't want to make people have costumes too, but we are doing I'm going to um you know the pooper scooper bags like mm-hmm. that I'm actually taking obviously new ones and I'm putting like kitty rolls in there to make them look like dog poop but those are the goodie bags. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I also bought cupcakes for humans and cupcakes for dogs. So we'll be able to hand them out to everybody.
2: Nice. Yep. I love wow. my dog right on. Yep. Yep. Well, it seems like you definitely take event planning to, uh, the next level. Yes. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> Can't <laughs> well, stop. Won't stop. <laughs> <pretty> much. <laughs> well then Sam, you know what? Now I have a question and we're going to go away from the dogs because I don't know who wouldn't want to be a dog mom. I think that's life goals. Um, yep. so yep. you were talking about what almost seemed like the irrelevance of New Hampshire. So since, you know, you were informing us of where that is, what do you miss most about New Hampshire now that you've been acclimated to Ohio for so long? Now that I've been in this flat desolate state no I'm just kidding um no you're not um, wrong <laughs> it's very very
1: yeah it's so flat here it took a long time for me to like get used to driving down 75 and being able to see Perrysburg and BG and Toledo it's um New Hampshire is very elevated I guess Is the word. I mean there's a lot there's mountains beach and city within half an hour 45 minutes of each other so no matter what I wanted to do I could do it you know, very quickly. And I miss that a lot. Um, the lake is great and all, but nothing beats the ocean and that, that breeze. So I miss, I miss my family. <laughs>
2: I probably should have said that first. <laughs> um, if They're listening. No offense. <laughs> yeah.
1: My sister flies in Thursday. She's gonna be like, what the heck, Sam? Um, but no, I, I think I just miss New Hampshire's beautiful. The foliage is beautiful. Um, For anyone who hasn't been to New England, it's a must-go. And it's just uh, – I look forward to moving back there someday because it's just – it's so beautiful.
2: I love cool. it. Definitely awesome. beats Lake Erie. I think we all can attest. Um, I mean, the I think my mom
1: – My mom said it best. She was like, I brought her to the lake, and she goes, but it's brown. <laughs> so –
2: I'm not wrong <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: when it's, when it's not in full bloom with algae, it's brown.
1: Yeah, that's true. Bluch. Bluch.
0: Yeah, for those who aren't who, – who don't get that, uh, Google – Toledo Lake Erie algae bloom and just enjoy some horrific reading
2: beautiful oh. colors
0: yeah beautiful colors <laughs> toxic drinking water it's a trade-off you know <laughs> you're willing to, to give up um, but speaking of being in the area so uh, Sam you mentioned and this is a great segue we all actually went to Bowling Green State University so we're all Falcons Isaac and heck yeah roll along but here's the question did any of us actually meet at school? I don't think so. I mean,
1: <laughs> I, I know to. I know, I knew people and I don't know if I just know this from looking on Facebook that I saw who was connected to who. Um, mm. And I feel like a few of us have realized, oh, I know that person. I know that person. But I think we were all segmented enough into the four years that we didn't. I don't know. Do we overlap at all?
0: Well, I mean, that's a, you're making a big assumption to say four years for some of us. <laughs>
1: i was trying to not give anyone an idea of how old you are
0: <laughs> oh thank you so or how
2: young it's fine i'm the child yeah don't mind me so i did not meet you all at bowling green i'm so sorry
0: Wish i did yeah, it's okay
2: could you imagine if we did though that'd be unreal we would have started this so long ago
0: (laughs) i I don't (laughs) know if we would have all been at the right point in our lives to to do that well what why don't everybody roll call off um what years they went to to bg sam 2009 to
1: 2013
0: okay i went from 04 to 11 Lindsay.
2: um i was 07 to 11 and courtney well um Putting my age out there again. So I started in 2013. Wow. Terrible. I know. And graduated oh in God. 2017. So this oh year, God. yay. Again, the child. Oh Welcome, God. everybody. Yeah. I feel old oh. everywhere else until Court, I talk about graduating, It's past your bedtime. <laughs> it is past- oh, yes. For all of the people listening out there, I'm 22 going on
0: 65. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's okay. Apparently, I'm 37 going on like 27. So no worries there. Um, yeah, I was there. I was at BG for seven years. And that will actually will kind of segue into to my segment here. Um, I went to BG for seven years because I started full time uh, for two and a half years. And then I changed majors and dropped down to part-time because I started working full-time. So I didn't start until I was actually 24 at BGSU. And I wanted to start talking by telling everyone that, no, I was not on antihistamines during our last recording, um, which my wife was so kind to ask me after she heard it. She said, what is wrong with you? Uh, I was recording, uh, and so everyone can uh, know that I'm the audio engineer. And I record all of our conversations and we were doing it through Skype because you guys were in Las Vegas and I was listening to the audio feed. And so I was hearing myself with a one second echo. And if anyone who's ever had like a horrible cell phone reception conversation where they can hear themselves knows, that is the most disconcerting thing in the world. So that was that is what happened to me.
1: <clears throat> at uh, least that's what he's he's stating people oh, just kidding that's
0: that's the story that's the official byline but uh yes this is a ton uh i am the the official y chromosome of the group uh i am a wedding officiant which means i marry people and uh, a little bit about my background i was born and raised in the cleveland area uh, suburbs thereof cleveland ohio um little town called Brunswick, which we affectionately refer to as Bruns-Tucky. And the joke when I was growing up is that the pickup trucks outnumber the people, which is a lot of fun.
2: <laughs>
0: I graduated uh, high school with kind of no direction, and I kind of bounced to three different colleges. Um, you know, never nothing really ever stuck, and uh, I was working different dead-end jobs, not really going anywhere, and fell for this girl and ended up following her across the state out here to school, to Bowling Green State University. Um, my lovely wife, Jodi, and, uh, she and I actually knew each other back in the eighth grade. I was dating her best friend and she would have nothing to do with me all the way up through high school. (laughs) And so we. (laughs) get together until let me see I was 22 so I've been graduated for four years um, we kind of got together randomly uh, through some friends uh, at a party and kind of reconnected rekindled and went from there but so she convinced me to come back to school at BGSU and really make it stick and that was when I found my path I graduated with a super useful degree in opera performance which anyone can <laughs> tell you <in laughs> Northwest Ohio is really a way to make a living waiting tables and um, Oh. <laughs> I minored in computer programming. So when I graduated, uh, I actually worked in IT. Well, I should say when I went down to part-time, my full-time job was working in IT for about six years on with some local nonprofits. And uh, I was doing some professional musician gigs on the side, um, singing at weddings and doing things like that. And so when I talk about having 15 years in the wedding industry, that's part of, you know, I've sung and played guitar at weddings um, for a long time now. Um, And... After that, I, uh, you know, I kind of got sick of doing IT, and so I started working in the financial industry. Uh, and so, uh, I actually still am a, a financial planner, a financial advisor, and so I do that during the weekdays. And then uh, one of my loves is I love love. I'm a hopeless romantic, um, and so I love officiating weddings. I started doing it uh, in 2013. Uh, a friend of mine asked me if I would do a for show wedding uh, because she and her fiance are going to go to the courthouse and she said hey you know I know that you have this degree in opera you have no problem speaking in front of people and you don't get stage fright would you mind doing a ceremony for us for our friends and family just for show and I said my god I'd love to but let me see what it would take for me to get licensed to actually legally marry you there are some online resources that you can get it taken care of um, with a, a reasonably small investment uh, and some time and so after that, I did that wedding, had a lot of fun. It was a blast. And then um, some other friends and family saw that I did that, saw some pictures on Facebook, asked me about it. So I started doing some more weddings for them. And then more word got out and I got more referrals from other people, couples I'd worked with. And then I made a Facebook page for it um, last year in 2016. and It really took off. I did about 20 weddings last year. And this year in 2017, I will actually... Finish out my year having officiated fifty-four weddings.
1: That's amazing. That is amazing.
0: It's it's a blast. It's awesome. Uh, I have this little deal with Jody where I have to leave every other weekend free. So that means that I have twenty-six weeks or twenty-six weekends in which to pack fifty-four weddings. And <laughs> and the first few months and the last few months of the year are pretty empty. So uh, my summer and fall have been absolutely nuts. Um, October, uh, every weekend I have at least two and sometimes three weddings. So it's been pretty crazy. Um, but I, I love doing it. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm just a hopeless romantic and I love focusing on couples. And that's what I'm finding is that a lot of couples want to do things that are more personal to them. Uh, A lot of folks are choosing not to get married in a traditional setting in a church. Um, they want it to be more about them. And so I love to create those ceremonies because it focuses on what's unique about their relationship and what's unique about them as a couple. And so that's what's really fun for that. And so you guys can you guys can throw whatever you want at me, and I'll try and answer if I can.
1: <laughs> Well, I was just about to say. I mean, I, I know you started, you know, slowly doing friends' weddings, but it's really cool to hear you say just again how you really just started on. You just had a couple of things, you know, come up with family and friends, and then social media blew up. I mean, that that's an amazing accomplishment. So kudos to you. Before I ask you a question. Um, but you have the cutest son ever that you didn't even mention. Um, so what's the best thing about being a parent?
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, everything. And
1: tell us how old your son is too. Like, give us a little bit of a, you know.
0: Yeah. So in six days, Brady will be 21 months old. Um, and uh, yeah, he is just absolutely the light of my life. He uh, he keeps us super busy. Um, and, and for those who are keeping track, I am 37 and I have a one year old. So. Uh, I see the value in having kids young now. Um, he, <laughs> he is absolutely a ball of energy. People ask me because he's one and a half. Uh, he's just over one and a half, and people ask me, "Oh, is he walking?" I'm like, "Good lord, is he walking? He's doing parkour. He is just, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. He's climbing things and jumping off the back of the couch. And uh, you know, the hardest thing about being a parent is keeping him alive. He has no sense of self-preservation <laughs> at all. Just done. Um, <laughs> The best thing, though, is uh, when when I pick him up from daycare or when I get home from work and he just runs up to me and the sweetest smile and the sweetest look on his face and says, hi, daddy. And it's just, oh, right.
2: right in the heart, <laughs> Baby love. Very cute. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love well, that. now that we got to talk about Brady being the cutest son ever, which anyone can you know go check out facebook and see his adorable um eyes i think that is like my favorite part as weird as that sounds he she has, has he great eyes, little beautiful sparkling eyes okay. so now that we got to hear a little bit about brady let's mm-hmm. hear a little bit more about jody who is the ultimate rock star here and brought all of this together so what is your absolute favorite date of all time between you and jody since you're this huge romantic
0: oh my gosh um, wow, our favorite date of all time.
2: I feel like
1: we should bring our boyfriends into the room so they have an idea of what a great date should look be. <laughs> uh,
2: mine's in bed because you know he's also as old as me. Um, so that's not happening, but we could. <laughs>
0: Um, wow. Okay. Favorite date of all time. Uh, well, one of our first dates was we, this was back in Cleveland. We actually went and saw a musical at Playhouse Square and we got all dressed up and went out to a fancy dinner beforehand. And, um, we had a lot of fun there. And it's funny because she would have a different answer than I would because she's an introvert. So she hates public spectacle, whereas I obviously have no problem with public spectacle. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite things was was proposing to her, uh, and I did it as a big schmaltzy. Uh, I actually arranged to be at the end of a concert, and I sang this big schmaltzy uh, show tune from the 40s called If Ever I Would Leave You from Camelot, And at the reprise of the last verse, I pulled her up on stage with me, went down on one knee and pulled the ring out. And it was funny because up until the moment that I I pulled the ring out, she looked like she was going to kill me because (laughs) she hates being the center of attention, absolutely hates it. So I pulled her up on stage and I'm walking her around during the last verse and she is just staring daggers at me and mouthing little things like, you're dead, you're dead. (laughs) And then... And even when I went down on one knee, she is still just like, she like rolled her eyes and shook her head. And the moment I pulled the ring out, she just like exploded into tears and smiling and hugging. And so it was pretty, was pretty fun. And then oh, she was like,
2: please God. get me off this stage. We'll
0: talk. Yeah. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Although I will, I will tell you, the one time that she turned the tables on me was at our wedding. She, um, we had, uh, I was in an acapella group during college. And we had the acapella group do our first dance. Uh, they did Journey. Um faithfully and then saying, oh, it's a great song. And then the the group also sang the father-daughter dance, which was Butterfly Kisses. And I decided to do the solo for Butterfly Kisses. And I will tell you, and I tell all my couples, don't give yourself any extra homework the day of your wedding. Because Jody's dad was in a wheelchair, and he has passed away since then. But he was in a wheelchair, and so their father-daughter dance was her sitting next to him in his wheelchair, holding his hands and rubbing his hand. And I'm trying to sing Butterfly Kisses without weeping. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. It's making me tear up now
2: me <laughs> oh my gosh I know oh gosh yeah, so oh my gosh that's amazing
0: so, so those, those are a have... few of my our favorite memories our favorite <laughs> <Yeah. product. laughs>
2: That's so great that's awesome so you obviously have an extensive background and you've done some fun things I know like you know, you sang, um, for couples, like while, you know, they have their ceremony going on. So what is your favorite song to sing? It can be wedding related or not wedding related.
0: Mm. Well, I've had the, uh, I've had the very big blessing of marrying. So I have two younger brothers and I married one of them, which is always fun to tell people. I married my brother and I married my cousin. Um, <laughs> Don't say but, that too loud. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, but so I married my youngest brother and then in my other brother's wedding, they didn't have me officiate, but they had me sing a song and play guitar. And it was uh, an acoustic version of a Peter Gabriel song called Book of Love. And that is oh. absolutely one of my favorite songs. And so I did this sort of down-tempo acoustic version of Book of Love, and that is one of my favorite um, favorite memories and favorite songs to sing.
1: Oh, so cool. Love that song. Love that song.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the end of part one of our interview series. Please stay tuned next week for part two, where you'll hear from Lindsay and Courtney and learn even more about your I Do crew. Once again, I'm Atan Smeltzer with Weddings for the Ages. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
2: And I'm Courtney Shale with Lifestyle Courtney Noel. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram or check out my personal website at CourtneyShale.com.
1: This is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me online using the tag Lucky Bird photo. And last but not least, Samantha Bean from Toledo Wedding Guide. You can find us on ToledoWeddingGuide.com, Facebook, and Instagram.
0: If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love.
1: Comment, like, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any questions or if you want to ask us a question, Email us at youridocrew at gmail.com. Thanks for
2: listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers! I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married.
0: Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.